No one loves me. I'm fat. No one understands me. Dark, dark, dark. What's better than I'm this? The guys dish. being dudes. The roads are dead. I'm ugly too. Dark, dark, dark. Cleveland! What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Man's League Podcast, where we talk all things Cleveland sports and then some. Follow us at Twitter and Man's League Pod. I'm Gabe Kovas, joined alongside by my co-host, Ray Marsh. How's it going, Ray? Gabe, I would be doing a lot better if our Cleveland Browns won yesterday. Oh, my God, I'm just... Not in the best moods, I'll tell you that right now after that loss versus the New York football Jets. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were just discussing it like we don't even like want to do this podcast. We're that pissed. And, you know, we got to do it for the people, first of all. But, yeah, man, what a, what a gut punch that was. And it, it, I don't know if it was just me. But leading up into the game when everybody was getting out with COVID reserve lists or whatever, and just finding out all our wide receivers, uh, Jedrick Wills, uh, who else? There was Jacob Phillips, uh, B.J. Goodson. I, I was just, I didn't know. Yeah, Jarvis. Yeah, everybody. It was just like – it was just such a – I think – I thought it was just me, but, I mean, talking to some people, um, I was like, damn, like I had a bad feeling going to t- today. I'm like, this would – like I, I hate getting into that mentality as Browns fans, like, Something's going to happen to screw it up. Something's going to happen. And, of course, it, like, this kind of puts uh, things into a perspective of, damn, like, I don't even want to say same old Browns, but this felt like it. Like, not like the team, but it's just like the situation that we put ourselves in. Not no, in. It, it, it's definitely not same old Browns because we're not talking about Urban Meyer coaching the Browns next year or – <laughs> you know what draft pick we're gonna pick Gabe I th- this game has to be considered the hot tub game uh for many reasons I mean how do all these guys get together in the hot tub what was um that linebacker doing in the hot tub with all those wide receivers and just exposing everyone with COVID I mean that just it just sucks man that 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 happened and and we're, we were missing all of our guys but man I I think I think the the blame, the blame on this game has to be on Kevin Stefanski. I mean, you're throwing the ball 53 times when none of your starting receivers are in. I just, I thought that was insane. I mean, it was just, I was just waiting for them to run the ball, run the ball, and even like, even if the run game isn't going, like how, how, you know, how aren't you continuing to pound the ball? Um, you know, that being your, you know, your bread and butter, and you just continue to throw it and end up. Evan Baker dropped back 53 times. I mean, what did you think about that, Evan Baker drop back? Yeah, I was and, like, and, why are we passing it so much, man? Like, we aren't even, like, like even giving the run game, like, a, uh, yeah, I get, like, the run game was stuff for the most part, but you got to keep it going, man. Like, you can't just just have Baker drop back 53 times to some Bradley guy and – and like practice squad guys and it was Bradley you know he came through when it you know when it counted but yeah, he had big catches yeah you know, I mean yeah he's an NFL receiver he made NFL catches but when Nick Chubb so, when Nick how many times did Nick Chubb carry the ball 11 like yeah. I mean that's that's just that's just insane he, he carried the ball on under 15 key I know he had under 15 carries um but that's not the recipe for success for the 2020 Cleveland Browns. Our, 
it, you know, most games that we've won, you know, it, it's, it's when, you know, Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt are just dominating the defense and just threading them. And that, that didn't happen today. Yeah, dude. It's, I can't even, like, put into words, like, how – just how disappointed I am with today's game. It was, it was just getting away from our identity, basically, that was all year. And especially – yeah, like, you, like well, a bunch of no-names were just going to rely on Baker to throw our way to a victory. Like, no, like – and it, it's just Baker also having turnovers, man, hurt us tremendously. And it, yep. It just sucked, man. It, it you, sucked. You, you can't be minus two on the road with turnovers and expect yeah. Brett to win. And, I mean, that's just that's just not a recipe for success. Gabe, I mean, it, another stat with the run game: only eight runs, only eight run attempts in the first half. I was just I was just waiting for them to just give it to them, just give it to Nick Chubb, maybe on just the first down and just bang, 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 and just that just didn't seem to happen. And I don't I don't know why. I think Kevin Stefanski. I mean, he got out coached by he got out coached by um, Adam Gase today, who's going to get fired at the end of the season. <laughs> I, I would have never expected that to happen. Just that coach of the year award goodbye after this game. It was terrible. It, it was such yeah. a, like I think it was kind of a humbling thing for him. Like um, maybe he thought he could outsmart the Jets by first drive let's go three passes in a row <laughs> um i don't know and like try to be the smartest man in the room like no you don't have to do that like stick to the, uh what we could usually do and like there was a tweet that came out um what was it like the eight thirty in the morning they had all the wide receivers and and like the offense in a parking garage across the street from the hotel like practicing like going over the preparation and rouse and whatnot i'm like and and then we're gonna just do that it, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just don't understand. Yeah, and, and how crazy is that game? I mean, they were in the parking garage, uh, going over the game plan with that. Uh, man, Bradley, you know that was kind of a nice thing, but you know, like I said, he, you know, an NFL player, you hope he makes NFL catches, and he did. Um, man, Austin Hooper struggled that game to make catches. Gabe, what I think it was, Harry, and I kind of noticed. Yeah, I think what it was was everyone. It's kind of like in baseball when you're behind and you know your team's struggling. Carlos Santana, famous for this. He wants to choke up on it and he wants to hit a home run every single time. It seemed like Kareem Hunt, would he would, he would start to be trying to run with the ball before he would catch it. It seems like players were trying to do more. They thought in their head that they had to do more than they actually did uh, because they knew that they were lacking uh, in offense with, without, without any of those weapons. It just, you, know, it, you just got to make the play. You got to make the catch, get that five yards, and don't worry about anything else. They were just, it just seemed like that – would you agree? I mean, it just seemed like that they were trying to do 100 things at once, and it was just resulting in a, a lot of drop balls that should have been caught. Yeah, it was like trying to like, do too much at once. Yeah, definitely. I didn't even like really think of that until you just said it. But, yeah, there was like instances where like they would – yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. And it, it was just trying to – I wouldn't say, like, play hero or anything, but, like, just trying to, to yeah, like, hit the home run ball and, and all that stuff. And I know it was football, but we, we tried to – we tried too much, man. We tried to rely on that pass game way too much and, and everything. And I don't know, man. I'm you just know, so frustrated. 
You know what this team needed? This team needed a leader like Jarvis Landry out there on the football field yeah. with them. I mean, it was just it's just crazy to realize how much of of like you know of, of a glue of a leader Jarvis is to the Cleveland Browns and how much they really do miss him. Uh, you know, coming into this game here, you know, this was his first game he's missed in his NFL career. Um, I mean, even games early on when, when, you know, he wasn't productive, like, you know, in the first like five or six games, you know, he wasn't putting up big stats, you know, you could always rely on him to, you know, make at least one big third down play. And obviously he turned it up way, you know, heavy in, in the end of the season was making a lot of plays, a lot of big catches, but it just sucked that we didn't have them to do any gadget plays, you know, any trick plays or to come up with just even some, some good five, you know, five to 10 first down plays or, you know, you know, third down conversions. Cause we didn't, it just seemed like we couldn't convert third down at all this whole entire game. There was, I felt yeah. like the Browns punted the most today and Jarvis's leadership was, you know, it was greatly missed here today when we played the, the two and what are they now, Gabe? The two and two and 12 13. jets, two and 13, two and 13. jets. So, oh so, my god, so embarrassing, man. It was just like, I don't know, man. It's just like we, we, the Steelers came back and won, and all we needed was just, just have a win, and we'd have a playoff spot. And now it's going to come down to uh, this is going to be the most stressful week ever <laughs> just leading up to this Browns yeah. game because it's win and you're in, or Colts lost, but I don't think they're going to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, I don't right. know, man. Hey. I'll tell you what, it, like we were talking about earlier, I don't – you can't be – for one, the first thing, the Browns. The Browns can't be worried. Whatever Pittsburgh's going to do, whatever they're going to do. You know, but for fans, we could speculate, you know, hey, are they going to rest? Are they not going to? Um, but, man, it's just – you hope Pittsburgh does rest their guys and, and we're able to get in and beat them. But I've seen the Browns lose to a, to a, a Pittsburgh Steeler team resting their starters before. <laughs> so. And then, and, you know, that resulted in an 0-16 season. I, I want to switch gears really quick um, about the, the defense. Um, I just – I don't know, man. We need some work on our defense. And what was it? Like, they had a trick play that had resulted in a touchdown, and all their guys looked like they were being beat. Like, Ward had a good game. Um, I want to say Taki Taki had a good game before he got hurt. Like there was, he he would cover that fly pretty well. He like stopped Sam Donner, Don, uh, Sam Darnold. Almost said Sam Mono uh, for uh, Mono. Yeah, Sam Mono for. Uh, he had Mono in his veins today. He was, was uh, he would he would get sacked and he didn't care. He got back up and he completed third and ten. Yeah, you know it was crazy. Like, how are they gonna let a guy with Mono stone his system play while we have to set all our people? NFL, exactly. NFL, what's, what's that? Where's the answers? But, I mean, Sandejo had a good tackle. That was electric. That was probably the most electric thing how I've ever about, seen. Gabe, how about Malcolm Smith getting ran Rocked. the heck over? I mean, you, I mean, you could tell, though, he, was, he thought Sam Darnold was going to slide, so he kind of braced for it. And, but, yeah, he just got ran over. Yeah, that defense – uh, I didn't see anything new out of them that we haven't seen this year. Uh, you, I mean, you knew the defense was going to be what it was. Uh, I think they gave actually, up like, 20. B.J. Goodson being out, man, he's kind of like a leader on the on the linebacker side, I think. So that was kind of a blow. I'm, Jacob Phillips, I'm eh, – like, he was just – end up being out. 
at that point. And uh, our line, dude, without Wills and Teller, it was like it was like the yeah. line last year. Yeah, but uh, I mean the defensive line, though. I mean they did get pressure on Sam Darnold. It, it wasn't the, like I'm the offensive line. My bad. Oh, but yeah, that D line though they they were they were still able to get pressure on him. Yeah, it wasn't like um, you know early like a couple games ago where we just could not get any pressure on Jacksonville at all. You know, so we you know they 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 did their job up front during the game, but yeah, it just you know the with the with the linebacker core lacking and then just our secondary already being down, it just we did not catch any breaks <laughs> on yeah, that Browns been. defense. It's just all. like I don't know. It, it was. It's just like all of this like stuff about um, like all, what the Browns need to do to get into the playoffs and stuff. Like it, it just. I mean, I'm not a Browns player, but it got into my head. <laughs> I like. I wonder if like the Browns players like thought the same and they kind of overlooked the Jets in a way. Like, but I don't think they would, considering you know Stefanski as the coach and then all the players being out. Like they knew. I knew it was gonna be a tough game. Like I didn't think it would be this tough. Until this morning, when I found out Will, like I thought at least if we had Wills in, we'd have some protection and we can get the run game going somewhat. But without him, dude, it was just watching a whole nother team. They, they struggled so bad up front. I mean, you just watched that, that, um, you know, Baker didn't really have time on the passes and, and even the, even the run game. I mean, um, it was just kind of getting blown up on a lot of plays at the start. So that's, I, I'm assuming that's why Kevin Stefanski kind of got away from it, was just because they were not getting that surge. Yeah, Lamb, you know, he caught a touchdown pass earlier in the year, but that was about his highlights. Nick Harris looked okay. Um, not He didn't look as good as he did versus uh, the Giants um, a week ago. But, yeah, you just hope Jedrick, Whatever sickness he had, if it was the flu or if it was COVID protocol, he's good to go. Gabe, I'll tell you what, the silver lining in all this was Jedrick was kind of beat up a little bit last week. As you remember, he came out. Mm-hmm. So he, he, got a week, he got a week to relax. Jarvis, he got a week off. You know, earlier in the year, his ribs were kind of hurt. You know, maybe this is silver lining that a lot of key players on the Browns were able to get healthy. And, you know, kind of like a LeBron thing, taking a couple weeks off in the season. Moving forward, hey man, who knows? This could help us in a playoff push here. That's that's the way I'm gonna spin it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that, dude. <laughs> if we won, we would have had a playoff spot confirmed already because of Colts loss. But I can see, I can see your positivity, so I, I won't be. You gotta spin here. it. Hey, we are we're we're here right now, so you gotta put a spin on it, and that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing for the listeners. Of Man's League podcast, I'm doing it for uh, the 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 residents of Ashtabula County, Gabe. I am doing it for the citizens of the United States of America, the Cleveland Browns. I'm already getting pumped for next week. Right now, I'm out of my bad mood. The Cleveland Browns are going to take down the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I I just need it to be next Sunday right now because I just got excited for that. Let's yeah. go! I hate Pittsburgh so much. I hate, Pittsburgh so I hate much. them. Um. We just wanted to bring this up. I'm sorry if we're going positive, but Cody Parkey, man. Oof. I don't know, man. I think he's got to go. I, mean, we're, I don't uh, think he's going to go. But, man, I – I say you just ride with him. You just ride with him. You got to. Don't put yourself 
I don't know who else you're going to put in. You, you know, what are you going to do, Gabe? Are you going to you going to put in a, a kicker for that you know, that played at um, Georgia Tech? That was an undrafted, you know, free agent, and you, and you run with him because he had a good competition. You know, no matter who they put in, it, I, I I wouldn't feel confident if they just signed somebody and had him play over Parkey. You, I mean, would you agree? You'd probably feel the same. I mean, I think Janikowski might be available. So <laughs> yeah, let's get Bill Boston. We might need a little Janikowski in our life. But, yeah, um, he's chomp, dude. He's a big dude. I just looked at his, Google, his images. But, uh, big guy. yeah, it's – um, He's a backwards hat guy, too. It's kind of impressive, like, how much Cody Parkey hits – the uprights. It's kind of impressive. Yeah. That's like hard <laughs> to do. I was like thinking, like, he just keeps hitting, he keeps doinking it, like big old doinks and Amish. How does he keep doing that? Like, that is hard to do once. But he does it like three times. He did it like three times this year already. It's insane. Tell you what, what if we already have the answer? Jamie Gillen? And he is on the roster. Yes, Jamie Gillen. He almost he almost got that 61-yarder field It was run. so that short, was, though. It was short. Was it? Yeah. They never, I didn't see the replay of it. They returned the, like, Barrios dude returned it. Like, and then Betonio tackled him and just, like, swallowed him up. I thought Betonio got hurt on that, too. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, but Gabe, I mean, when it comes down to it, that loss wasn't Cody Parkey's fault. Oh, no. It was Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield. Uh, I, I, I just don't really understand how you throw it 53 times. It just Baker did not look good. He looked, he, he looked like Baker when we played the Steelers, you know, super antsy in the pocket. You know, he got strip sacked like twice. Mm-hmm. Um, he just it, it, he fumbled at the end. It just he didn't hit that groove till the second half, but even then, so it was just all, he was just antsy. He was just, it just seemed like he was nervous. He wasn't relaxed. And I mean, rightfully so with all those guys out, but Hey, you got, you know, you got 11 guys on offense and, and you get, you gotta, you gotta play with what you got there. And they didn't do very well at that. <laughs> this is what I'm starting to worry about for Baker. Like he needs to have all the perfect like conditions for him to play elite. If, I don't know if you've, like, seen that, like, great O-line, the wide receivers, like, he needs to have the weapons around him. I mean, obviously, he's, if, he had, if you had the weapons around with any other quarterback, it's going to be great. But, like, you need to have somewhat of an elite quality while playing with nobodies as well. And I think he, he – I mean, he's had Landry his whole career and everything. And it was his first game playing without Landry. Because I was like, that broke his streak for, like, you know, games consecutively played. But I'm starting to notice is, is, like, everything has to fall right in place for him to play, like, elite. And I'm not liking that right now. Yeah. Well, Gabe, that was – this was this was crazy, though. Yeah. I mean, this missing will never all your wide receivers. Yeah, missing – that's a lot different than going – like, if they had they were going into the week. You know, if starting on like last Monday, they knew this was going to happen. This was this was a crazy situation that happened last night, and it seemed like everyone was playing kind of antsy like that. Not not just Baker hit himself like that, 
But there's no excuse though. And and I agree with you that there's no excuse. And, and it just, you know, it does, it does kind of seem like that Baker does need, you know, these perfect conditions to play well, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, I think kind of uh, this week, this is such definitely a, this not is like a, a good uh, a mulligan. It's a breakfast ball. It's a mulligan. It's a mulligan. Even though I mean, it's still a loss. There's no mulligans really, but it's just like this. That was just I don't know. It was such a weird you know, thing that happened towards it for us towards the end of the year. You know who we need to get on the podcast? We got we got to get AJ on the podcast. I love the way he breaks down uh, Baker and and how he goes at people on Twitter. <laughs> like I want, I, I I was just looking at his tweets and everything. We we got to get AJ on here to talk about Baker before before Pittsburgh. I'll, I'll I'll DM him. I'll DM him and have him try to have him on for the preview. Yeah, that yeah, that would be great. I mean, uh, you just hope he plays better. And man, I'm just gonna be ecstatic if the Browns beat Pittsburgh. I mean, how great would that be? We beat Pittsburgh Week 17. Browns make it to the playoffs. That's the nice thing, Gabe. Win and get in. That's it. We're not relying on the Colts uh, to to beat anyone. We're not relying on Jeff Sorge. Um, we're relying on Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem, Kareem, Kareem Hunt, um, Jarvis Landry. We're, we're relying on all those guys. I don't like want to like I don't know, but how come? Do you think this game should have been postponed whatsoever? I'm 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 glad that it's not honestly. Because that would have been less preparation for us to play the Steelers next week. But mm. it was, you know, with the Broncos having to play a wide receiver at quarterback and but and then the Ravens, they get the special treatment about like postponing their games yeah. like twice. Yeah, you wonder why the Ravens games got postponed, but but ours didn't. You know, what was the difference? You know, situation. Why did the Titans? Obviously, but but obviously the NFL has kind of changed how they're going to do this. They're pretty much saying, "Hey, you got to run with you got to you got to play with what you got." Um, but yeah, like why did the Ravens get those breaks? And twice? Des Bryant, Des Bryant testing positive like an hour before the game, and then no other wide receiver has to you know go out for the Ravens. Like they should have. It's just such a weird thing. Like I'm not. I don't want to get into it, like, but I just want to like just mention it. Listeners, you guys kind of speculate on that for us. Tweet at us at Mansley Pod and let us know Put what you're talking about. Put on those hats. Let's yeah, those yeah, definitely. Give us your conspiracy theories and everything. So the NFL is against Cleveland. Book yeah. it. Book it. I mean, I, that's no. kind of been known. No, I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think that. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's you wonder like why. Um, you know why the Ravens got those breaks, and and the Browns were forced into uh, this game this week. Yeah, we were forced into a shoot, as Ken Conner would say. But um, any closing thoughts about today's tough loss? I mean, Gabe, after this pot, after we finish this podcast up, I'm kind of over it. Um, you know, if it feels good to talk about this loss, but man, I am seriously all 100 percent ready for next week. Um, and I'm hoping Kevin Stefanski – I'm hoping they just kind of – I hope they don't dwell on this game because this game doesn't mean anything anymore. you got to win next week, and that kind of has to be the focus. Um, you know, you got, you got to clean up some things, clean up some things on the offense. Hopefully, Jedrick Wills is going to be good for next week. Um, that will be huge to have that left tackle in, and, and you get all the wide receivers back. 
Gabe, silver lining, like I said, silver lining on this. And, you know, potentially this is going to help the Browns out down the road with giving Jedrick and Jarvis a week off. Yeah. Um, a lot of factors went to this loss. Big thing was Stefanski and Baker. You can't, there's no really excuses to play like that. But um, also questionable, like uh, the fumble that was scooped and scored. I just some I remember just thought of um, that was you gotta let the play ride for that I think yeah that would have changed the yeah, game yeah it sucks I yeah. never I uh, never complain I never I never complained about officials though in calls because you know the Browns got a BS passer or roughing the passer call when when I just barely tapped Baker so I mean it, it happens throughout the season on both plays so you know it's, as a former it's as a former official. You got to have the officials back. <laughs> no, even before I was an official, though, even when I was playing, I, I've just never, never been one to complain about it because it, you know, it, it goes throughout a course of the season, it goes both ways. So, yeah, totally agree. But, um, so I guess we can move to something more positive. Um, we, I don't know, we don't really have a power rankings this week, but let's, you know, with the year closing out this week, about to be the end of 2020, people, all our problems will be solved because it's not 2020 anymore. But let's list some good things that um, from this year. Um, not really power rankings. I don't think we, there's enough things to list. Enough good things here in 2020. To make a power rankings out of, but we're going to try anyways. Um, I guess first thing is Tiger King. That was hilarious. Great, Gabe. Another good thing that came out of 2020. Oh, I mean, wait, hold on. I would be remiss if I didn't break down Tiger King. Uh, yeah, let's just talk about Carol Baskin. Did she do it? Did she not do it? Killed her husband, whacked him, you know. Um, mm. It was uh, – Yeah. I think it was the big thing about when, like, quarantine first started. That's when it came out. And so, like, everybody was hyped about it. And we all thought, like, yeah, like, when this COVID stuff's over, everyone's going to be dressing as as Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin for Halloween, myself included. I thought that. And then, like, it just died out kind of, like, within a month. But it was, at the time, it was fun. It was a fun – it was fun while it lasted type thing. Yeah, it was definitely what the country needed. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, Tiger King would have been that big um, if they released it on um, – April 4th, 2016. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that, it was definitely hilarious. Um, Carol Baskin did do it. Um, I have inside information here at Man's League Podcast. Um, as most people know, uh, our viewers, yes, Carol Baskin did do it. Confirmed. Gabe, uh, another great thing that came out of 2020, um, I got engaged. So that's another great thing. There we go. I moved in with my fiance. There we go. There we go. That's Big another great thing. Bigs up for us. Um, hey, I, I got another thing. How about the Cleveland Browns drafting Jedrick Wills? I mean, what a great draft pick was that in 2020. Kevin Stefanski also being hired. Today, we, it doesn't yeah. feel like that, but, I mean, you know, he still lead us to double-digit wins. There we go. Hooray. He did. He did. Um, he did. Um, what's up? Uh, the Last Dance documentary. That was cool. That oh yeah, that was good. That was really good. Yeah. 
the Fleetwood Mac dude on the uh, drinking cranberry juice on his skateboard. Did you did you watch all of the Last Dance? Yeah. Did you watch every episode? I watched maybe for like three weeks, and then I was just I was kind of Michael Jordan out. I was. It was. was It helped. It helped me get through it. You know, like it was like came out April May, and I was like tail ends of like quarantine, like when you know before like they lifted the lockdown. So it was. It was. I looked forward to it every week. I would watch it. Dennis Rodman, he's like he's swag. Insane. How cool is that? Swag dictionary has a picture of Dennis Rodman right next to it. Yeah, that you, was he was he was insane. The stories that came out of that going to Vegas or just leaving during a championship run. Hey, I'll be back on the weekend. Or what a story! Yeah. He was on WWF while in the playoffs. <laughs> so, yeah, tennis rod was crazy. Elon um, Musk, Elon Musk naming his kid AXE twelve whatever. That was fun. Yes, that was, memes came that coming was, out of that was hilarious. Yes, that was, you remember that was the, insane. You remember the brooms standing up thing, like earlier this year? I feel like, but Gabe, I feel like that comes out like every three years. I've never seen that before. You didn't? See, you don't remember that in high school? No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember that in high school. Yeah, it was right around the blood moon, or blood no, moon. no, no, that was in college. But there was like some, some. You know, something with the moon. They're like, oh, if you hold the broom, if you stand the brooms up on the full moon or something, it'll, uh, they'll stand right up. You know, it's like, well, that actually has nothing to do with it, but. Um, the, like, um, most recent thing was the dude getting smacked in the face with the twisted tea in Illyria. Yes. That was hilarious. That was like a late, that's a late entry. entry. But that was still pretty Deservingly fun. so. That guy smacked in the face deservingly. I hope Twisted yeah. T sends him some uh, sends him some tall boys his way. I don't know how we how we're gonna speak that in existence, but that guy uh, <laughs> definitely needs to get uh, get sponsored or somehow because that other guy definitely had it coming. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad he did it too. One yeah. the lady behind the camera like, yeah, you got yours, buddy. And he did. He, he most did. definitely did. And he did. He got smacked. That was hilarious. I was like. I mean, I don't wish, but, like, I kind of, like, want to be, like, I want to see that happen in person. Like, I'm just, like, damn. Like, damn, son, where'd you find this? Um, <laughs> um, remember, like, when World War Three was, like, rumored to pop off and all the memes to come out of it? That was pretty funny. Oh, yes. That's all my friend. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was weird. What's kind of weird, though, is 2020 before COVID. Like, you know, January in February. It's funny, like, I talk like, we had a party on New Year's Eve, you know, and last year, and that was pretty much the best party of the year, because yeah. that was kind of like the only party that I was able to have, but like, that like, two month of period was just, it's just kind of strange. It doesn't even feel like it's the same year of 2020, because it was its own separate, you know, time. <laughs> it, was like, it was definitely weird. Like, I remember I had a show in Paradise Bay, like, two weeks before everything like happened and that was just such a like weird thing like like damn i was able to throw a show this year with like 60 people there Mm -hmm. that was funny um yeah that's all i can think of (laughs) 
I had to Google like funny things that happened in 2020, and that's there's really not that much things I remember. Like there was like a lasagna in the stadium. Okay. Funny thing, Josh and I were pulling for the uh, Trailblazers. That didn't work out. Funny thing, I said Juju Smith was a top 10 wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Obviously proved me wrong this year. Thanks, Juju. Um, deservingly so, got smacked um, against the – This might be an unpopular opinion, but I kind of like that dance. Like on the logos is stupid, but like that's like a catchy song and dance. Corvette, Corvette. I, I know how to do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the song or the dance, but I just know he got wrecked, which I was I found hilarious. What's another bad? What's another bad take we've had on the podcast this year? Oh, hey, another good thing this year we started Man's League podcast. Let's not roll that there out. No. <laughs> Look at us. I mean, I don't know if I did. I have a bad. T- I guess my bad takes were like. Like, I mean, besides Baker's, dots. Baker's not the guy. I don't know. Um, you said dots were pretty good. Yeah, that's not a trash take, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty good. In my opinion. Oh, yeah. so, you, so you're just immune from bad takes right now, Gabe? I d- yeah, man. Like, dots are good. I don't care what anybody says. Um, I got to keep, keep a running list now on your takes. We got to keep a New and being a disappointment. Me. I remember I said that, and then he started doing good, and people gave me crap, and now it looked like I was a little right on that one. Yeah, but for the most disappointing player who's more of the NFL? Who's more disappointing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably is. <laughs> Sam Mono Dar- Darnold. But he beat the Browns today. He sure did. I guess that's how. All right, Gabe. Well, moving we'll, we'll, on to the Steelers. Then let's move to look some positive. You get you guys pumped up for your week before we get into our Football Friday episode this week. But Man's League Monday, yeah, we're a little down, but guess what? We control our destiny now. Yes, and we're in it. Let's go, Gabe. Gabe, this is this is similar to the 2012. And the 2013 Grand Valley Mustangs, all they had to do was win the last game and they won the NAC championship. And I believe the Browns will win the final game of the year and push us to the playoffs for the first time since I was in kindergarten or first grade. Let's I'm go. so pumped. Let's go, guys. Let's go. All right, send us out, baby. I don't mean to call yeah. you, but you're my baby. Hey, I'll take it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Man's League Podcast. Hopefully we get some star-studded guests uh, signed up for um, the preview show as we speak on Pittsburgh Steelers, who I want to beat so bad. Um, Leave us a terrible review on the podcast app and just let us know how bad we're doing. As always, boys and girls, take it easy.